honor is a big thing in the Bible. Did you know that? And Neil, we're talking about relationships and having how to have healthy relationships. Honor is an important part in the Word of God, which our society doesn't really get. Our society doesn't understand honor. And uh, but if you look through scriptures, you see honor, how God honors people. You know, he honored you. Did you know that? That while you were yet sinners, Christ died for you. That was a form of honor to his creation. And a lot of times we don't understand honor. This is how we in our society understand honor, that if you do something really cool, then we can honor you. Uh, Well, in in our society, you can do something really bad and they're honoring you too, right? And so we we don't really understand it that well. But it's a lost practice in today's society of honor because really of humanism, of selfishness. Um, humanism is that I'm the king and no one else is, you know, and, uh, and that's, that's, a, that's a lost art. And we need to realize, because God emphasizes honor in, the, in His Word. He emphasizes it um, throughout the Scripture and, and throughout His kingdom. And it's something we need to understand. Now, the word honor means this. It means, simple, to value. The word honor means to value. It means to prize, to esteem highly. And so when we honor somebody, we treat them with respect, with dignity. It, 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 it's, I, if I honor you, I am, I am, I'm treating you as a prize that I would receive. I, I'm treating you with respect, um, with uh, value. I value you. When I honor God, I I value the Lord. When the Lord honors me, He valued me through the cross. He thought that I was valuable enough to send His own Son. No, no greater, greater friend does anybody have than He lays life down for a friend. I mean, no greater love that He has that He lays life down for a friend. That's honor. That's value. And so when we honor someone, we treat them with respect and dignity. It also means, there's a word that it means that throughout the Old Testament and New Testament, honor means weighty. I mean, it doesn't really, you know, in our society, weighty means you need to go on a diet. You know, I'm, I'm very weighty. I need to stop eating, you know, eating stuff. But, but weighty for the word is, is a very strong, in the Bible, very strong word. It, it, it has purpose. It, 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 it means something to the people around them. Uh, it's weighty. So it's, it's, it, it means it attaches a great significance to the person or even what they are saying. In fact, in fact, when we talk about God and, and the weighty word or, or of God, when we honor the Lord, that means we respect what He says. So if I was to honor you, I would esteem you. I would value. I would prize you. I would even prize and value the things that come out of your mouth. Honor. Honor. So uh, when you're sitting at the table, men, today... And uh, you are talking with your wife. The way to honor her is to value what she says and repeat it back to her. Everybody say amen. How many's ever been caught with with you know not honoring in people's conversation? Now we all have, not just men, but women have too. Is that I value when you are speaking? I'm I'm not somewhere else. I'm not on my phone. Right. I'm, I'm valuing what you are saying. It's weighty to me. It has significance 
your words. Even if you're talking about something, groceries or something like that, I value, of course I would value groceries, but I value those things. That's, that's the weightiness of God. And so Romans 13, 7, turn there real quickly. It says this. It says, render therefore to all their due. Taxes to whom taxes are due. Customs to whom customs. Fear to whom fear and honor to whom honor is due. Render therefore to all those due. But so there's a, there's an honor that needs to go out. But look where it continues to say, "Owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments: you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covenant, covet. And if there's any other commandment, all are summed up in the saying: namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself." Love does no harm to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfillment of the law. I'm excited, and starting in June, we're doing a whole series on Romans, and can't wait to get to this part, but loves are very important. Honor, the foundation of honor is love. In fact, you can know how much you love God and love others is how much you give them honor. You give them respect. You highly esteem the people that are around you. You talk with them. So the foundation of honor is love. And let, let me show you something. Turn, turn to 1 uh, Samuel chapter 18. Let me show you a, a thing of honor here. 1 Samuel chapter 18 verse 1. Look at, look at this. And this is David. He says, After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan, Saul's son, became one in spirit with David. And he loved him as himself. Now these are all types and shadows. These are all examples of how we should live really what Jesus did, but really how we should live. This is, this is true honor right here. In verse 2, From that day Saul kept David with him and did not let him return home to his family. In verse 3, And Jonathan made a covenant with David. Made a covenant with him because he loved him as himself. Jonathan now proceeds to give honor. He takes off his robe he is wearing and gave it to David along with his tunic and even his sword, his belt, and his bow. Now, a very important part here, and this, is, this must have felt very honoring to David because you're seeing something here. You're having the elements of royalty in Jonathan given to David, who was a servant. He's a servant, and so here you see what's happening. Jonathan is honoring David by, by giving him his robe, giving him his sword, giving him his belt, giving him his bow. I mean, he's honoring David with with everything he has this is this is what jesus did for us when he came on this earth and he died on the cross he honored you and i he he took off everything that he was as a king and he gave it to you and see this is what honor does when i honor someone i reach into that person's life and i transfer the status of my life and i elevate them it's all about elevation I elevate you and I honor you and I, I, I count you as worthy and I count you as, as a prize and, I, and I, I, I say that you are of value and that's so important. And we don't get that this day and age because we don't like that because we like to be the king. But the king is actually a servant. Jesus was a servant. He came and he died for us. He was the model of honor 
when he did that for you and I, this is what Jesus did, that he reached down into who he was and he gave that to us. He gave us that king life. He, he made us sons. He made us daughters of the king and honor was there. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's the that's whole heart of honor and this is why it's hard for us because sometimes we don't, we don't want to let go of that selfishness because if I honor you, I have to deny myself. I put myself here and I lift you up and that's the whole heart of God you know why the church in America um, a lot of times is not reaching the loss in the way that we should be is because we don't honor people we don't think they deserve it we don't think the loss deserves our time that the loss deserves our focus the loss deserves our prize but they do why because while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While they are yet sinners, Christ died for them. And that's what we do. And it's a, it's a form of vision, a form of heart that, that I start to honor you. And we need to bring back honor in our society. And it really starts with us as believers to honor and learn to honor God and learn to honor people. The king gave us his righteousness. He gave us his status. He have elevated us. Where we were sinners, right? People who had missed the mark. People who didn't know God. He decides to die for us and give us his life. You know, honor shows us how much we love others. Romans 12, 10. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. It shows us that when I honor you, I, 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 uh, I give my life. I, it shows that I, I love you. That I care for you, I prize you. Honor comes when you recognize that person's worth and that person's value. And it comes from the heart, and the foundation of it is love. You know, serving is a form of honor. Did you know that? I I love our teams here. We have many people who serve um, in in this church, especially on a Sunday morning. Uh, They serve um, other times on Wednesday nights, whether it's in youth whether it's in children's ministry, whether it's outreach, whether it's uh, in our food pantry. I'm People serving all over. I love our, our first impression team. Our first impression team is our ushers, our greeters, our safety team uh, that keeps us safe, you know. And, and I, I'm so thankful for them. It, it, they do that not because they have to, not because they're forced to, not because they're paid to. They do that because they love you. Amen? That's a, that's a form of honor. When, they, when you, you come in and, and a greeter shakes your hand and, and gives you a bu- bulletin, they are serving you, and uh, it's a form of honor. You know, you know we, we give out, to every one of our visitors, we give out cards. And if you're visiting with us today, you'll have this in the mail this week if you give us your, uh, your, card, your information tonight, today. But we give a card to have them evaluate us and see how we're doing. And we hardly ever get a card that says that we are not friendly amen you know why because of our 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 first impressions team because of you around give yourself a hand amen i believe our church values people you know and uh serving is a form of 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 honor you're honoring people so i encourage you if you're not serving anywhere one first step of of honoring people is is to, to get involved in their lives be an usher be a creator be be on be on the safety team be, be part of this team and show people honor honor shows people that you love them when you go out and you you uh, do something for somebody a neighbor and you help a neighbor that's showing honor 
You know, you don't honor God or honor people uh, unless you serve them. Amen? Honor shows how much you love them. Number two, honor empowers people. And I love this. It empowers people. Honor will empower you to be who God has made you to be. Honor empowers people to be who God's made them to be. You know, when I honor people, and I, and I talk with them, and I give them vision, and I spend time with them, it lets them know that, man, they are of worth. Ephesians 4.16 says, From the whole, whom the whole body, joined and knit together by which every joint supplies, according to the effective working by every part does it shares, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. To honor someone is to celebrate who they are without stumbling over who they're not. You know, when I honor you, I, I, mean, I, I, I honor you by giving you time. I honor you by giving you uh, understanding that you are worthy, that you are, you are somebody, that I give you my time. But I also, I also look past anything that's gone wrong in your life. And I love you no matter what. See, in our society, we don't do it that way. We think you have to be, you are only honored if you have a position, right? Or you've done something good to me. No. Honor is, Jesus did this by faith, right? Didn't he call you his friends, right? Not his servants. Even though he hadn't died yet, he knew what was happening by faith. God believed in you. That you would give your life to him so he can make something in your life greater? He honored us that way. See, when we honor somebody, we empower those people to do something greater. You know, one of the things I, I, I love to do is I love to speak vision in people's lives. I love to, to, to show them through the word, not my own opinion, but through the word, that God wants to do something great in their life. That God wants to use them. That God has a plan and a purpose. In fact, my, I have one of my life messages is vision for people. Is God has a plan for your life. No matter what you've done. No matter what you're, how, what, how you're living right now. Um, God has a plan for your life. You need to surrender to that plan. But God has a plan for your life. And I love that. And when I start speaking vision and, and when I'm around people, man, you see the eyes light up in their life. Because honor, when you value someone, they, they understand that I'm valued. Because, you know, they're not being valued in this world. They're being used. Right? This world uses people. God doesn't use people. He loves people. The church shouldn't use people. We have this saying around here. We don't build buildings and use people. We, we build people and use buildings. You know, that's, that's our saying around here. We love people. And it empowers them to be who God's made them to be. And that's the thing. That's the thing. When you come to church, or when you go to work, or whenever you go, wherever you go, you've got to understand something as a believer, that God has placed power for you, inside of you, to help people come out of the, the pit that they're in. To empower people. Have you ever thought about your life as empowering? That you can empower people in your life? When you honor people, it gives them and it empowers them to be who God's made them to be. Because they see, man, I am worth something. I am a value. I do have a destiny. And that's what people need. So you celebrate who they are without stumbling over who they're not. Number three, 
encouragement is a form of honor. We need so many more encouragers in our lives, don't we? Hebrews thirteen says that, uh, 3.13 says this, But encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Wow. Taking time out of your day to send somebody a note, a text, a Facebook message, whatever. You tweet something. Whatever it is. Taking that time out is saying, I honor you. I honor the people that this is going out to. I love that. Being an encourager. Going out of your way. You know, maybe, maybe you're in, in a service or you're in a restaurant or somewhere. And the Holy Spirit speaks to your heart about somebody across the way. Listen to that. It's not going to be one of condemning. You know, God, God didn't send Jesus into this world to condemn. He's definitely not going to use you to do it either, right? So it's going to be encouraging. So the Holy Spirit's going to speak to your life. Speak something inside of here to encourage someone. He wants to honor people. And God is looking to honor people. He's looking to elevate them out of where they're at into something else. And guess what? He does. He uses you and I to do it. And so even by you doing that, by growing across, I've seen, I've seen people after a service, I'll start walking off, and I'll see people, because I know them, and I know they listen to the Holy Spirit, climb over chairs to get the people to honor them, to give them a word of encouragement. So listen to that. If we're going to be a light to this world, we've got to do that. Encourage people. Honor encourages. Honor lets, enables them to be who God has called them to be. Honor is a show of love. Honor shows people they are valued, that they are respected, that God loves them. And that's what honor is, that I honor people. But how do we begin to get that? Because I'm convinced that the reason our culture is, is, is known worldwide, the culture of America is known worldwide as a place of dishonor. Did you know that? Because we all live for ourselves a lot of times. And the reason we are like that is because we have dishonored God. See, all true honor is born out of a heart surrendered to the King of Kings. Amen? Psalms twenty two twenty three says, You who fear the Lord, praise Him. All your descendants of Jacob, honor Him. Honor him revere Him. All your descendants of Israel. See, all true honor, and if you want a life that's going to live in honor, because God wants you, and in fact, he, re- he expects you to be like Him, to honor people, to value people. And if we're going to, as a, as a church, going to reach our community, and as a church going to reach our nation and our world, we have to be people who understand honor, who understands value, the value of people. And the only way you can do that is to bow your knee to the King of Kings. To understand that who He is. All true honor is born of a heart that's surrendered to who God is. That we honor Him. Our culture tends to treat God as common. We're too familiar with Him. And what I mean by that, we refer to Him as the man upstairs or the big guy. Or, or we see, say things that Jesus is my homeboy. Jesus ain't your homeboy. <laughs> you don't bow your knee to your homeboy. Jesus is the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. He's the one who created this universe. There's a respect 
that is due to the righteous one who shed his blood so that we could live. We respect him. And if you're a Christian, you're a believer. You understand that. You, 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 bring, you see that honor and you honor him. And this is so important that we do that because when we begin to honor God correctly, we begin to honor him and we begin to see what he sees and we get to love what he loves and, and we honor what he honors and it makes it easier for us to honor God other people because what makes you valuable is not your flesh and bones it's not who your parents are not how much money you have not how much you know or who you know what makes you valuable as a believer is that jesus name is written on your heart and when we value god Honor God and respect. Just some of that songs that we sing and you know at the end, I exalt you, you know, you know, worthy is his name. I mean, we honor him and we place him in that place of our life of honor. That means that means that what makes me valuable is not because my name is Sean Abkin, but because his name is on my heart. What makes people out there valuable who may not know Him is because Christ died and gave His life for them. That, that brings honor. That, that's how we can have honor. It's not because of what they do, what they say, or how they live that we honor them. We honor them because Christ honored them. He gave His life for them. So when we learn to really honor God and respect the Lord, reverence Him, fear the Lord. We honor people because... The name of Jesus is written on their heart. That means, that, that means I can even look at myself because a lot of things that we deal with is identity. I can look at myself and think, God, you actually love me. You gave your life for me. You honored me so much that I, can, I don't have to fe- fear any longer. That's why I don't fear. You don't have to fear. I don't have to worry because, God, you love me. You've got this. I mean, you gave everything. When you start to honor the Lord, it brings up a whole new understanding, a whole new realm of not only of that we have to honor people, but who you are. And when you get that, then jealousy can go, has to go, right? Then unforgiveness has to go because you're not going to have unforgiveness towards somebody else or a jealousy or a hatred towards somebody else that God honors because you're going to honor them. And we need that. Because what he did on the cross, our only reasonable, reasonable response is to honor the Lord. But sadly, the Bible te- describes a truth that's a lot more common, not only in, in uh, secular and non-Christian circles, but even in the church today. Jesus quoted it out of Isaiah 29, 13. He's quoted in Matthew 15, 8. He says, These people come near me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But that won't be said of us, right? That won't be said of you. We will not be a generation that gives God lip service. Instead, we're going to show Him honor with our hearts. It's because of what He did for us. Because we understand, God, man, You gave everything. You honored me while I was cursing You. 
How much weight is that? Not in a bad way, not in a burden, but how much weight, how much respect? That he did that, and I, and I bowed my knee to the Lord in 1983 to give my heart to Jesus, give my life to him. Not because I, I was good enough, but because he honored me. And he showed me a way out. He elevated me out of a miry pit. How much respect that he showed me and how much I should show him. And out of that, then I began to see a whole, totally different understanding of who you are. The people around me. Even if you cut me off. Amen? Amen? I need to value you. Because living with honor reminds us who we really are, who God is, and how much He loves not only me, but everyone else around me. Because now we can place our selfish egos at the altar of honor. And we become aware of value that God places on each and every life, including our own. So how do we do this? How do we Start this honor in relationships with our mothers, our brothers, and our others, our title. How do we honor people in these relationships? Well, first, you've got to put God first in everything in your life. That's the place of honor of God. That's where honor in your life begins. Of course, it first starts with you. If, you're, if you don't know the Lord, giving your life to the Lord. But after that, He becomes the Lord of every section of your life. Every part, every bit, every purpose, every minute, every moment of your life, He becomes first. That means I allow the God to be Lord of my life. And what He says to me, I do, no matter what. I do what's right, no matter how I feel or what I think, I do it. Why? Because his word has weight. He valued me. I value him. I honored him. I, I give him that first place in our life. And once you begin to honor God, then honoring people is a lot easier to honor God is number one. It's an important thing in our life. But then to honor people is second. And this is what happens. That I, place, I spend so much time honoring the Lord that it becomes easy to value you. Amen? Listen, you know, I, uh, any kind of counseling I do, I, I, we really call it spiritual advising. But any kind of counseling, any kind of, of uh, spiritual advising that we do when we meet with people, the number one thing I have to deal with is where is God in your life? I mean, if it's marriage counseling, trust me, I'm not going to, don't come in my office thinking you're going to tell, tell me how bad your spouse has been. Okay? Ain't going to happen. I may let you could, later on to figure out what's the root cause. I mean, some other causes, but the root cause is this. Where is God? And listen, let me tell you something. And some of you have been in my office. So you know this. The number one reason is because God isn't first. 
90% of the time. And one or the other or both. Most likely it's both. But God isn't first in every area. And especially in the marriage. See, God has to have honor. He deserves it. He requires it. Honor is placing value on God. I don't want to give him lip service. It's all the heart. I place him value. I give him, no matter where it is, whether it's, whether it's in my relationships, whether it's in my job, it's in my finances, um, in my family, wherever it is, in my free time. Come on. Right? So do I, do I read the word in the morning or do I go to the news? He gets it first. What is first? It's first before anything else. And then his word is weighty to me. That, that listen, if, if you say, say this and people say this, um, I don't get anything out of the word of God. It's because you haven't placed God as a place of honor. Because the word is easy. You don't need to go to seminary, Bible college, or anything else to understand the word of God. But you do need to bow your knees to the Holy Spirit and to listen to Him. So His Word becomes weighty. And when I, when I listen to His Word, I say, okay, I may not understand everything either the first time I read it, but I don't stop there and put it down. I search it out. I study it. I chew on it. Job said this, I, I desire your Word more than my necessary food. I desire that. God is honored when we put him first in every part, and when we put him first, man, I tell you what, something happens. I, something happens in our life that we begin to not only honor him, things begin to open up to us. It, it's really the realm. When you honor God, my daughter doesn't like my message, so she's leaving. Um, when you honor God, <laughs> when you honor, bye bye, sweetie. When you honor the Lord, Something happens. Things begin to open up. Amen? Because you begin to see things differently. You begin to understand things differently. Because you put them first. Things open up. Have you ever honored somebody and they just opened up to you? Right? Their life opened up to you. They, they, they looked at you. They talked to you. It happens. Because you place value in that. See, God doesn't need to see the, that you, He doesn't need your value. You need to value Him. And when you value Him, it opens up your heart to everything else that God has. And there's freedom that happens in it. Amen? So let's bow your heads, close your eyes. I want you to do something right now. I want us to um, have honor in our lives, in our relationships. But then it starts with the Lord. You know, the Bible says, Seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. This is a place of honor. This is where we're honoring the Lord. And it, it really doesn't start with a feeling. It starts with a decision. That I decide to honor Jesus right now. To put him first in my life. 
If you're ever going to honor people around you, you're ever going to have honor in your relationships, if you're going to be able to receive honor from others, because what you sow, you'll reap what you sow. It starts right here with the Lord. That God, I begin to see value in you more than I've ever had. That God, I've, you might have made God as a common theme in some ways. That, yeah, he's your friend, but he's your king. It's something different. He's always there for you, but he's also your king. So maybe you've made him commonplace. Maybe he's been your homeboy, you know, that type of thing. But but let's respect him. And let's just honor him right now. And just give him the praise and the worth that is due to him. And begin to do that in your life. Not just here. We're going to do this here in just a minute. We're going to sing song here but begin to, to to do that throughout your prayer time throughout your life and say God I honor you I give you that value that you deserve that worth that you deserve something's going to break free in you in your relationships because of it so Father we just thank you show us right now God or maybe we've given lip service, but we haven't honored you with our heart. Or we made you commonplace, God. And, and listen, Lord, we know we can tell that because we haven't honored people. We've talked bad about people. If you talk bad about people, you are out of order in your life. Sorry. It's just the truth. If you gossip, you're out of order. We've all done it, myself included. So we've got to find that place. Where am I not putting God first? So, Father, show us where we're not putting you first. God, we choose to put you first right now. To honor you as the King of kings.